0: Hey everybody, welcome back to another Girlfriend's Chit Chat Show. I am your host, Amira Bay. I have the best conversations with my girlfriends, Shauna Price and Leslie Thomas, that uplift, transform, and inspire women professionally as well as personally. So come on in and let's chat it up. It's Friday night. We're going to have some fun tonight. As always, I thank you for being here, ladies and gentlemen. Whoever is in the room, come on up the thread tonight and tell us who you are and where you're at tonight. So we're excited to have this conversation with this phenomenal woman, who's our new girlfriend for tonight. As always, let me introduce myself to you. My name is Amira Bay, and I am the host of Girlfriends Chit Chat. And my co-host tonight is Miss Shawna Price, the connection guru, and effect tonight, as well as our girlfriend, Miss Raquel. Johnson in the house, my purple woman. <laughs> I am so happy to have you with us this evening. We are excited to have you out. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule. So before we get any further, I want to kind of tell you all a little bit about Raquel tonight. Raquel is an evolutionary coach, media personality. She's an international speaker and author who specializes in innovation strategy. With her credentials and expertise, she provides her clients with foresight, growth, and innovation for real world solutions. Also known as the solution architect. Oh my, Raquel navigates the complexity of challenges with opportunities while managing change. Lending her platform and expertise, she extends the reach of her clients' full potential, paving the way to success on their terms. Whenever not speaking or coaching, she can be found prepping for creative insights, currently streaming on on stage, plus her digital program powered by the Sean Fair channel, engaging with her networks on social media or branding and coaching speakers in her role as the VP of global sales and marketing for the Fair Leadership Experience Tour. I can't believe this. You're doing a whole lot. I mean, y'all don't even know where to start tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you got to tell people, come on, tell us a little bit. You got to dive a little bit deeper tonight. to see, there's a whole lot.
1: You know what? Tell it's
0: everybody about you.
1: It's dangerous <laughs> when people say that you are, what is it? A jack of all trades. Yes. So I try to be real careful as well as intentional when people ask me what I do. But the truth of the matter is once I get into something and I learn it and I do it well, I just get bored. So I tend to start to do other things. And that's actually how the solution architect came along. Because it's like if Ray can't do it, then she knows somebody who can do it. Right. So it has gotten to the point I'm sorry. Yes. He's doing it. Okay. As you can see, I'm multifunctioning now.
0: That's all right, it happens because now we're in this virtual space, you know, we we get interruptions all the time. And I think that's just a part of how it is now. You try to find that private time, we can have this conversation.
1: I was not giving up on doing this tonight. I was too excited, (laughs) but it has gotten to the point where when people need something and they ask for something, I was always able to come up with how to get it done. Right. So I like to let people know that I'm an innovative strategist. I'm always thinking my mind never stops. I go to sleep thinking, I wake up thinking, but I can always see the smallest detail and the big picture. Right. So I take that ideation, that that innovative part of me, Mm -hmm. and I add it to strategy so that when I'm working with my clients, when I'm writing When I'm speaking, when I'm training, when I'm coaching, I'm able to take you from where you are to where it is you're trying to be. Take that thought process when I'm writing from outline to structure so that when people go through the book, even though I'm not there with them, it feels like I am. When I stand before a crowd, I'm not just entertaining them with my words, but they leave with principles that they can make applicable as soon as they walk out the door if it didn't hit them right there in the moment. And when I'm training, I do the same thing, whether it's one-on-one or in a group setting. And that's why I wound up weighing so many hats. And who I was just talking to was our it person because tomorrow is the leadership tour for april and yes. i have a lot of the speakers that i'm coaching in the room now and my friend my colleague and sometimes my boss the great sean fair it was looking for me because he forgot he I was my girlfriend something. but so. you know what a lot of time to see that the thing about it
0: is that you're right there at the fair consulting leadership event and i I think it's a phenomenal event and the thing about it is what now you're in that position now of training and facilitating and helping other coaches stand on that stage what is that looking like right now because that's an amazing event
1: i love it i get to meet these men and women when they have a message that they want to get out but they don't exactly know how to either develop the message project the message or sometimes how to expand their platforms so people know here I am and then after this three-month process that that Sean has created for them we're able to take them from that moment between nowhere and not knowing to dire- to having a aim and a focus and not not only where they're not chasing their niche but they are actually coming after them and it's it's beautiful being able to help somebody realize their dream and that's what attracted me to the program and to what he's doing and I absolutely love him being able to serve in that capacity.
0: I think that's amazing because there's so many of us who are desiring to get on that stage Yeah. Some of us are fearful of getting (laughs) on that stage. You know, even if you've got a message, if you've got a story to tell, because all of us have a story to tell, all of us have some form of a message that we want to get out and project it, but it's just finding the way of getting out there and being able to get that message portrayed to everybody who may need it, you know? And I think that's Mm -hmm. really the amazing part about that is being able to portray your message because a lot of us want to hold back. And I think we shouldn't be able to do that. But what? how did you develop your business in regards to, you know, your innovation strategy? How did you oh. get to that point?
1: Oh, my goodness. The The truth of the matter is I had a message and didn't realize it because I was tied to a paycheck. I was tied to the security of always knowing that there was money coming in. Um, Somebody else would be responsible for making sure that the health insurance was taken care of. If God forbid something happened to me, there was money put away for my son. I was making sure that other people's vision was taking off, was solid, was structured. And at the, the whole time I had this nagging in me that i can do this not necessarily what i was helping other people do but there was a this right. that i wanted to do and i kept trying to do it i did the side hustle i did the mm-hmm. habit and it will always be more lucrative and more fulfilling than what my job was mm. but it wasn't until i left my last corporate position um Unwillingly, <laughs> if anybody didn't catch that, they fired me. Oh <laughs> Lord, because I hated being there. I actually was surprised they didn't fire me earlier because I didn't like being there. They was doing it wrong. And I don't mean I'm being cocky, they was doing it wrong. I mean they literally wasn't doing things according to the law the way they was supposed to do it. And I would catch them every time like, no, we're not supposed to do it this way. According to regulation X, Y, and Z, because this is not the way we supposed to do, do it. Even
2: though
0: you know it wasn't right. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Uh-huh. So I'm surprised they didn't get me out of there earlier. But when they did let me go, believe it or not, it was still a surprise to me. So I hmm. had to hit the ground running. I had to get the company off the ground. It, it was do or die. Um, Because quickly, what I had in the kitty Bills were still coming. You know, BGE yeah, right. didn't care that I didn't, you know, cross Ts and dot I's when it came to getting the business off the ground. Um, the mortgage didn't care that, you know, okay. I didn't know it was gonna happen this month. So I had to do what I'd always been doing for other people. And it was sink or swim.
0: Well, I think that's amazing because sometimes we have to get to that place of understanding that if regardless if you all if you lose your job. Or if you get canned, I don't care which other way, if you got something that you're trying to get off the ground, that forces you to jump out there in the water. It's like, Most I'm not, not going to another nine to five. This is the end of the line. Like you said, it's do or die. It's either I'm going to do it or I'm not going to do it. And so that's okay. how it's looking like.
1: I wish it was a beautiful story. <laughs> I wish it could be like some of my clients. Oh, no, we planned. We put money away. We tightened our belt. And, you know, I got this wonderful contract. And the Lord said, no, no, I'm rebellious. And the Lord said, okay, if you don't want to do it my way, then fine. Dry that up. Now move. And I got a good push. And it was Geronimo. And I was either going to grow wings or hit the bottom. One way or the other. <laughs> it was, it was going to be his way or no way. So... You said grow wings to hit the bottom. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And somebody told me they was, you know, you was either going to, um you know, you weren't going to have a parachute, so you had to make yours on your way down, so.
0: Oh, that's creative right there. Because uh it ain't, it ain't going down like that. Because I'm going to tell you, you have to understand that this is how this game is going to be played. We're going to win this game. Because <laughs> you got to win. You got to strive to want to win. I mean, you can choose to work a nine to five if that's your desire, if that's your heart, if that's your passion, that's great. You know, yeah. but if you say, I'm done with the nine to five and I'm ready to do me and focus on me for a change, chance, then that's what I need to do. Otherwise, then I'm just wasting, I'm treading water. And that's what you're exactly. going to do. You're going to tread water. And the question is, when were you going to get it off the ground if you had kept working at nine to five and they never fired you, they just kept you there you would have gone no further
1: than where you were right now. Oh, I would have definitely kept doing it because I was so concerned about other stuff. I so badly didn't want to be a statistic. I was being a statistic. I, had, um, I was raising my son by myself, a uh, single black female. Like I had so many things in my head that I was fighting against. I didn't have the energy to take on the things that I should have been thinking about Because I was fighting so many other things. So I was focused on the wrong stuff. I don't want somebody to think of me this way. I don't want somebody to think of me this way. That I forgot to focus on the stuff that was more important. Nobody cared that I was raising him by myself. He wasn't in trouble. He was a good boy. I was doing the best job I could do. Nobody cared that I didn't have my degrees yet nobody could see my portfolio unless I showed it to them. It didn't matter. But I was so focused on those things and what other people that I thought they could see that I was not paying attention to anything. So I held on to that good job. And it was that good job that was silencing my message and what I should have been doing. Now, don't get me wrong. Working is fine if that's what you are supposed to be doing. Right. But when right. you have an entrepreneurial mindset and spirit, it suffocates you. So, yeah. It wasn't for me.
0: That's good right there because I think as single parents a lot of, you know, luckily I haven't had the experience that in being, you know, with it just being my husband and I. But to imagine having that desire but knowing that I don't have the degrees, I don't have the certifications and why would somebody want to patronize me and my business? Because it may be someone else that possesses, possesses those credentials. And people love to get hung up on credentials. They love to get hung up on degrees. You don't know those folks walk around here with degrees and don't even use them. Come on. Come it's on, on your resume. And you're not even operating in the field of what you went to school for. I mean, I know so many people like that. And it's just, it amazes me how they have been working. I mean, I even had... Cousins and friends working other jobs and not working in there and what they went to school for. And so I think that's what people get hung up on those those letters behind your name. You know, what do they represent. Go ahead, Sean, what was you going to say? I
2: think a lot of times that just comes from um, Not understanding what their gifts are, what their talents are, right? These inborn, inborn, can I say that? Is that a real word? Am I making it up again? You you love your words, I know. (laughs) (laughs) But we, we like it goes hand in hand for me right like I am a college strikeout turn okay. it with a knockout okay there you go. There you I try- tried college literally three times y'all it was not for your girl See? right and when I say three times I don't mean like I mean like I went to a university I went to community college and I did online college it just wasn't right and for a long time that became like a monkey on my back I kind of wrote that thing or let the monkey ride the back like Let's go George, you know what I'm yep. saying? <laughs> Until I start realizing that truth of the matter is if you want to talk for real. Bill Gates. Come on. No degree. Thank you. Uh wasn't that Ted Coppola I think? No degree. But what happens is they've tapped into the 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 essence of who God made them to be, right? And so that allows them to move and flourish, of course, with some obedience. But it allows it allowed them to move and flourish in who they really are. And I'm not knocking degrees, right? Because a lot of times I think the people who do have degrees and they're working in the industries that they're supposed to be working in, is because that's where their calling truly is at. Mm-hmm. That's right? Correct. I'm supposed that's right. to be a doctor. I'm supposed to be an attorney. I'm supposed to be. Um, a a engineer I am this is where God needs me to be this is where I'm supposed to flourish and I think that once I started like really being okay with the fact that I mean like let's not get it twisted y'all I'm a real genius yeah but see (laughs) everybody but y'all know
0: what but you know what? I think we sometimes get bored like you say (laughs) it Sometimes we get bored just doing one thing and people think that's a joke. Because I don't want to the same to do job just one thing. Years. I don't want to do the same job for 24 years. I don't want to do the same job for 50 years working for somebody else. Don't get me wrong. It ain't for me. It may be for you. But at the same time, I believe that whatever you're called to do and what you're meant to do, you need to be operating in that. I mean, I, I really do believe that. I believe that we, we like you said, we suffocate our potential we suffocate what we're supposed to be doing
2: that's because we we got caught up in the whole whirlwind of going to school and getting good grades and and going to get a degree and get a good job and get some benefits and all that good jazz we got caught up in that not that it's a bad thing because people have done well and they some people have saved and they've got excellent 401ks and blah 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 than the other but i think that i don't think that i i think sometimes we don't take a look at How intricate our minds are. Our minds are not meant to do just the one thing, right? They're not meant to. There are things that we are good at. There are things that we can learn and do well, right? There are things that we can learn and teach somebody else to do. And so, I think that, I think that that's kind of like. It doesn't really take a degree to do that. No,
0: it doesn't.
2: I love that. That's why you can get certified. Yeah. Less time and still make the same money.
1: It's funny because it took me 17 years to get my bachelor's, 17 years. And I can't tell you how many universities, how many starts and stops because I never could find the time. I never could find the right place. I didn't even have the support system. Cause remember I told you at some point I became a total single mom.
2: Right. Mm-hmm. but
1: what happened is I, I, I was accepted to do a huge job one of the first contracts in my early entrepreneurship and I went in there and I rocked it I mean I came up with the curriculum I did the assessments I gave them everything they asked for and a gentleman high up on the org chart came in to find out who is this young woman that is amazing? And they wanted to talk to me about doing a train the trainer um, go over a contract where I sell them my program. Wow. Um, yeah, this was, this was a huge thing for me, and I was elated. So when he came in to talk to me, he needed to know, who are you? And he asked me, where did you study? And I thought, ooh. So I was like, okay, I studied this place and I'm currently getting my degree from this place because where I studied the most was one institution, but where I was looking to get my degree at that time was another institution. And I saw his whole demeanor change. You don't have a degree.
0: Oh, wow.
1: Well, no, sir, I don't. But my experience is here. The companies I've worked for is here because this is where the vast knowledge is coming from. Again, like, Oh, okay. And then I watched him completely check out. He sat there and talked to me forcefully. Like he forced himself to continue the conversation and he got up and walked out and I thought I lost this. So the person who helped me get in the door came in there and she was livid. I didn't know you didn't have a degree. I didn't know it was necessary. Wow! You came and sought me out. You experienced what I had to offer and you were excited and thought that this was something I could do. I I wowed them. They asked me to come in and do this and then said they wanted my program. And now because I don't have a piece of paper it's no longer fantastic. So then the administrator came in and gave me the money for that day, although I hadn't finished, gave me the money for the next day I was supposed to come in and told me that they would get in contact with me if they wanted me to still do the train to trainer contract. But I didn't get to complete it. They didn't want me to come back. I'm not a crier. I'm not a quitter. But I cried from that state to my home state. Because I was devastated, I called a friend of mine, who is what I would consider a very strong businesswoman, and she said, "Baby, you need that paper, because some people are not going to let you through the door for what you do without it." So I went back one more time to get my degree. I got it. I was going to ask
2: you what, how did you end up getting the degree? I got it within
1: two years. I got it within two years within the field that I was working at the time. And then I went back and got my next degree within three years. Wow. And both of them serve me for what I do. But I do understand it's not for everybody. Right. It's not necessary for everything that everyone does. I am a fan of higher education when applied properly. Again, it's not for everybody because sometimes instead of walking away with more knowledge, all you do is walk away with that. That's true. So it really needs to have a place in your life. I also have enough credits at one school. After I got my bachelor's and my master's, I took on another program, but only to take the courses that I needed to further along what I wanted to do. I didn't want to complete another master's program. Right. I wasn't looking to do anything else. I just needed these particular courses to help me in my career. I didn't need anybody to understand. I didn't care if they did. The school kept trying to push me. Yeah, it is close to a master's. Okay but that wasn't what I was taking it for. I was taking it to further me along in my career.
0: I think that's amazing because within itself, it's how people always say they judge you because of you're not having the credentials. They're judging you because of that. And they sought you out. I think that's the amazing part. She didn't even check you out thoroughly.
2: Mm
0: -mm. It's like going to an interview. You go on an interview, you ask all the necessary questions Everything I need from you, before you walk in that room, I'm making sure that you possess everything I need based off of what we're asking you to do. And I Her, mean, that's a basic house. I mean, they paid you for that day. They paid you for the next day. And you were not even, you were supposed to be there. Oh, we're going to contact you. But you knew right off the bat, right there, they were not going to call you back. You <laughs> knew right there that that young lady was upset because she assumed. And there we go again. You didn't do your job. Drop the ball but at the same time your value you still provided a value you still provide a service and i want people to understand that, that we all possess some form of value and it doesn't require a master's a phd it doesn't require that because look on the job training is where it's at if i got a degree in engineering and they said who you don't work for nobody well i don't i don't got my degree that doesn't say anything. You don't have any experience, and now you say, "Oh, but you got to have at least a year of on-the-job training." What's that gonna tell you? That ain't gonna tell you anything. I'm coming there and flop. But you were doing something that you were good at. You possess a skill and a talent, and they sought that out. She saw it. She was. You were. It was. It was all over you. They knew it. But because you didn't possess them, them numbers, them letters, everything behind your name.
2: Mm-hmm. You I said, no, thank you. That I is gave, so crazy, though. I gave though. it to the office. <laughs> so, so do you think that from that point, had you not went and got your degree, that the doors wouldn't have opened for you to get the contracts that you, that were designed for you, the contracts that were yours regardless? I think
1: that no one can hold you back from what's for you. That's right. But I think that it can shorten the road to where you want to be, when you have what people think is important. In other words, I could reach out to that company, this that organization today or tomorrow and get in the front door and make it all the way that I wanna make it. As a matter of fact, I can tell you that I've been in that company since then and provided services, but It is very important to that particular company that you are as knowledgeable as you are proven. In other words, they don't just want you to have the ability. They want you to also have the credibility. Right. And the credibility is important. But we don't always get to say what the credibility is. See, it's wonderful if Amora will back me, if um, Shana will back me. But sometimes we want something higher and better than that. See, a review is great, but a testimonial is better. And a testimonial from an individual is better But a testimonial from an organization that we recognize is the best. Yeah, it is. So if an institution says that I walked through those doors and was able to learn a curriculum to the point where they're willing to stamp me, this particular corporation goes, okay, then with what we see, this matches up. So again, they can't hold me back from anything that I'm supposed to do but it it would take me longer to get through their process.
2: But what if that and I guess I'm just playing devil's advocate because I'm that person on the show.
1: I appreciate <laughs> it. I appreciate it. But and what I if I play that, both sides.
2: What if but what if that was never what if it was never meant for you to go that route anyways?
1: Oh I'm good. I'm flexible. That's the beauty of being an innovative strategist. Where one door closes, another door will open. Because if it's not that company, then there'll be another one that looks just like it. Because they're not the only—they're not the only shop, right? So, it's like putting all
0: your eggs in one—it's ba- like putting all your eggs in one basket. Going on a job interview, you looking for a job, but you got your sights set on this one job, you cannot pass
2: that. I always tell yes I'm just I'm asking these questions because I my thought process is what if she never went to go get the degree but she just got better and better at what she was doing and, and she began and, to do this for the companies because like you know I'm a firm believer that God will put you where you supposed to be he can put you higher than man can anyways and right. so and so the platform that that um he needs you to be on with obedience you'll get there right Mm-hmm. And you can get there a lot faster with or without a degree. It's
1: like obedience is out here and it's it's super weird. And I mean, super that's, real. That's, that's what I was speaking to. That whatever I'm supposed to do, I'm going to be able to do, but the process will be a little differently. So I don't let those things discourage me. And I'm glad you brought that up because part of what I do with coaching Sometimes, as well as consulting is one of the topics is branding and marketing. So mm. if I can't leverage what I need with a degree, then I'm gonna leverage it with my skill, my knowledge and my experience. Right. So if I can't say this is who can endorse me as far as degrees and certification, then that's not look here, let's look here. Because with skills, experience and knowledge, oh, I'm going to knock you out the water. And then here are the people that will give you that social proof. So I'm going to use um, the fact that I have been in these publications. I'm going to use the fact that I speak on these platforms. I'm going to use the fact that I'm a part of the network like um, this network. Like I'm a part of Dr. Wood's network, that I'm a part of Dr. Missy Johnson's network. I'm going to show where I've been, what I've done, who has noticed me, where I have been blessed to hobnob and rub elbows, because just because no institution have I been a part of, I have been somewhere and done something. Right. I've come from the back and now I'm at the front. And this is how I got there. And even if I'm not at the front, I'm in the middle. I'm making some noise. Excuse me here. Purple hair. Here I am. It's me. Mohawk. Hello. Did somebody see me? Mm-hmm. So wherever I, my voice, did you hear me? I'm the, I'm the funny one that stands up there and make y'all laugh while I'm teaching you. Whatever your, whatever your message is and your mode of doing it, that's what you use to brand yourself
2: that's right because
1: branding is going to tell people who you are marketing is going to say how i do it because i want to make some noise especially if i'm not doing it the way that makes you comfortable
0: that's right that's good that's good
1: so thank you my love for bringing it up miss ray (laughs) you from baltimore Honey, yes, <laughs> all day long, born and raised. No matter how much I try to enunciate or pronunciate, it's going to come out.
2: <laughs> Listen, because <laughs> that down. is nothing like a to and do anything that ends in an oh. I use a My Bible Bible for, right? I used to date brother. And I was, was just talking
1: about that yesterday. <laughs> I have received international speaking and in international training status last year and he said whenever you go around do people ask you where you're from i said if anybody has ever heard that baltimore accent oh they yeah it's always very me on to do <laughs> you and said, they do the same. i said listen there's no way to hide it and i am proud to be from Baltimore.
2: Listen. Okay, Ravens. Listen, when I, I was listening, I was like, oh, God, she is so from Baltimore. But that, that too, and do, anything and ended in, oh, it goes nowhere. But they can is- be somewhere forever. That does not
1: leave. I try hey, and I, I'm telling you, I try so hard to enunciate. And people who don't know where it's from, by the time I get off the stage, no matter what we talk about, somebody eventually go, where are you from? <laughs> I, just, I just absolutely like, hey, like that's a that's a ringer for me.
2: Like Born I like, and Raised. Do you, do you, but I think but it was think, a joke for me. But, I, I, love but it I think
0: I think I think it's a it's a you truthfully is like that's almost a testimony right there within itself. Cause I'm so serious when I say that, like that's a serious testimony of, you know, what struggles. Cause we always look at the good and the shiny side, you know, of leaving my job and I'm venturing out and starting entrepreneurship. Nah, you need to dig deeper. You know, that's why I tell people all the time. I say, you know, God gives me the point right now where I'm at that point where I'm like, you know, he's like, I want you to dig deeper and start thinking with a deeper mindset and a clearer understanding that everybody out here ain't for you. Let's be real about it. These people ain't out here for you. Everybody is not for you. In the support system, come on now. Everybody ain't supporting you either.
1: Sometimes you have to be your only support and be okay with it. Look, I'ma support me. I'ma cheer for me. <laughs> <laughs> you am all. my own back. Right. But at the same time, it's okay. But what I want people to be more careful of is to know how to accept folk when they're generally on your side and how to say no thank you without being begrudging when people aren't on your side. That's right. Because when you do finally get to um plateaus and you're able to tarry, it looks good. People don't understand the 7-year struggle for the overnight success story. Yeah. And it's not necessarily trying to steal your shine, but the path of least resistance it's tempting so people who watched me struggle and see me where it looks good now and they go girl I always knew or look at you what we doing (laughs) yeah and it's like oh I thank you and this is so great but just tell everybody and I appreciate it they can't go and I'm not mad at them for trying because again, the path of least resistance is tempting. I used to get mad. Cause I'm like, y'all saw me and my fluffy high pawns trying to get up the rough side of the mountain. You could have pulled or pushed. But now I'm all up here sweating and out of breath, trying to get some peace. Now you want to talk about we. You bet we your high pawns you do not that's, I mean, that's how it always is. You come on now.
0: That's,
1: that's That's how the
0: game is played. It's always like that. It's always. You done your blood, sweat, and tears, done cried your way all the way up to that mountaintop. Ain't a soul said, Can I help you? What you need, you need a good word of encouragement. Can I give you a little push, a little nut? Nah, they're gonna be like, All right, she's gonna get there, but she could, I gotta do me, you know. And that's how a lot of us had that mentality of, See, I believe in that if you win, I win.
1: And that's how I feel about it. So now I try not, I try to still help as many people as I can. As long as when you drown and you don't take me down with you, stop foiling your arms, pull. We're going to be all right. Just relax and let me get us there. But when I do get there, I don't get mad at those who want to lag on and take the shortcut. I just tell them, no, thank you. Thanks for seeing me. Thanks for the appreciation. But I'm going to take this next leg by myself. I took this first one by myself while you watch me struggle. I'm going to take the next one by myself. Because I don't want to be that better because if I'm that better, then it doesn't make it easy for me to help the next group that need my help and not are looking to leech off of me. I want to know the difference between those that are leeching and those that need my help. And I can't do it if I'm better because then everybody looks the same. Yeah. Yeah, that's
0: real. That's that's real. Because I mean, leeches is out there. They leeching for real. I mean, when you <laughs> blow up and you get big, the ones, and like I say it's almost like y'all winning the lottery. You know how, when you ain't got no money.
1: <laughs> you get cousins from everywhere, and when you win.
0: You know, them cop, your car cop been sitting up on them bricks for a long time. You know, we've been trying to make it. And obviously, you hit the lottery, and everybody, your mama, cousin, brother, everybody come out the woodwork. You, you like, do remember hey, baby, me. Cousin Shelly run? twice removed. What, what does you, the remove mean? <laughs> what, you know? But it's the, same, it's the same system as being in business. You know, people that see you get, all of a sudden you on that, you know, you don't reach that level of where they want to be. And they're like, oh, oh, don't you remember me? Hey, hey, it's me. And you're looking like, Who Who me? do I know you? <laughs> you know, and you don't mean no harm, but it's almost like you got to laugh because it's so funny how, how people do when they, you know, when you see me out here struggling, I've been trying to make it, took you 17 years to get your degree. I commend you on me. I commend you because I find so much respect in that. I do. I don't care. I got a cousin of mine. It took her eight years and five kids to get Honey. her degree. What I say, I admire a woman that did it on her own, single mom raising her kids, doing what she got to do. I admire that. I really, really do. And people don't understand that because I came from a single parent home, and I have the utmost respect for the struggle because it is truly real and people don't understand that you know when you got your mom and your dad in the same home you never had to experience that but I have the utmost respect for you because you didn't have to do it but you did it because it was something you wanted yeah and I think that's what people miss is that oh did you get your degree because so you could get this job or you get this no it's something that I wanted yeah. it's something that I wanted to obtain for me and regardless if I used it But I find that the most, I mean, I respect you for that. I do. Thank you. I I appreciate that. Because a lot of people don't want to say, you know, girl, you're doing it. And people don't want to even give you, you know, people always want about accolades and all that, but you'd be surprised on saying that I raised my child alone. My child is an upstanding son, a daughter that's flourishing, you know, and I'm being, I'm setting a great example at this time in my life, my child can see and has watched my progress, watched my growth, and be like, Mom, you did it, you know? And I think that's where we miss the bar sometimes, people these companies missing out on some great people because you so hung up on them them letters behind my name. I mean...
1: Uh, Now, I haven't gone to this, I haven't gone back to the same department, and I'm sure that gentleman is gone, but the honoree in me, you know, the Miss Petty Boots... (laughs) kind of want to be like pretty woman like you see this you see this, this uh-huh. you, missed out <laughs> you see how you do you see this piece of paper you know do you see what you missed out on and I
0: believe there's some people that cross your path <laughs> that let that opportunity go by they were like wait a minute don't I know you <laughs> oh yeah I was that yeah I was that girl you uh you let go but you paid me because I'm gonna uh-huh. call you out on I'm gonna call it like it is I'm gonna <laughs> remind you remember that conversation we had and I didn't meet your qualifications,
1: you know. It, I didn't have a degree. It's funny because a lot of people ask me what company it is. No, nope, no. Nope. Uh uh. We'll do. I don't no say shade. the name to protect it. Nah, we'll do that
0: one. No <laughs> shade. Be like, nah, they just missed out on a great opportunity, a phenomenal woman you missed out on. <laughs> yes,
1: yes. that's the
0: entrepreneurs we are that people miss out on us because we possess so much knowledge, so much information, and even with clients. I want people to understand is being a coach and wanting to coach individuals, we do also, clients looking for those letters behind our name too.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Are you certified as a coach? You know, where'd you get your certification from?
2: It's and I
1: thing. think, it's, like a I think interview. it's funny because you name some places and they wouldn't know it anyway. No. You'd be like, wow, how many institutions <laughs> do you know? <laughs> I just call it boo 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 boo. And
0: you'd be like, well, that's located. <laughs> They wouldn't know it anyway. serious. <laughs> no, but the, the thing about it is, like you say, my testimony, everybody that is benefiting from your services, you know, and I, the main thing is, Ray, how can people really truly in regards to you looking for your clients and looking for individuals, what do you have to give to them? What value do you have that they can really take advantage of depending no, no matter what point they are in their in their field?
1: You know what? This is going to sound so cliche and so corny, but it's the God-awful truth. Um, The God-honest truth. I said God-awful, Lord help me. (laughs) The God-honest truth. What I do, what I give to every client is their definition of success. I don't want to just say you're going to be successful. I sit down with each one of my clients before we start to find out where it is they're trying to go and what they want. Because before I can tell them we can do this, I need to assess where they're trying to go so I can figure out where they are so we can talk about what they're going to do. And if I'm not the one that's going to do it, then I look at my network because it's so vast. I never want anybody to leave my presence, whether it's a client or a colleague, and we not have a good experience. And because of this, my network is, I don't want to say huge, but it's a pretty decent sized network. So when I do this with potential clients, if ours is not going to be a relationship where I can provide you with your definition of success, and that's real important to me, then I can put you in the direction of someone who can. Um, The things that I need in life are going to come to me. This I'm sure of, not always when I would like it to, but it's definitely gonna come to me. I'm not interested in hustling anybody, bamboozling them into trickery for us to work together. If this is not a relationship where I'm going to be able to provide you with what you need, then we need to get you there right. by another means. And that's what I provide them. General relationship is going to help us design a path to get you to your definition of success, where there's going to be through a coaching one-on-one, where there's going to be consulting, where I share with you what you need to do and help you do it on your own training environment or if it's just a strategic plan these are the avenues in which I do it when people call to me and ask me to share their platform or give me an opportunity to share a message then I leave the group in a better place than they were when I got there so that they can get the message to if they can't apply it in the moment enough that they can start applying it strategically once they leave
0: Mm -hmm. that's good that's good because you don't want to walk away from the table with nothing and you're determined to give them something it's something i have it's either a person in my network that can get you where you need to be and that's good because a lot of us in the conversation with oh i can't help you or we're not a good fit but you're trying to connect them align them with someone
1: Yes, Nothing. my two greatest pet peeves, because when I was in a corporate environment, um, it was always customer service or community-based. And the one phrase that irritated me the most was, it's either not my job or not my responsibility. Mm. People don't come into the line of work that I did or to the presence of the corporations that I worked for because it was aesthetically pleasing or this is where they wanted to be they came there because they needed our help so for me to say that it's not my responsibility or not my job i wasn't just passing the buck i was taken away at that taking away that person's hope little by little when they already only came there with so much in the first place i much rather hold their hand literally through the process and step them through to the person that could help them and then leave them in capable hands than to just look at this person who was looking to me for help and say, oh, that's not my job. That's not my responsibility. I don't know what to tell you. I wouldn't want anybody to treat somebody I cared about that way. And I definitely wouldn't want them to treat me that way. I'm not sure what the answer is, but give me a moment and let me find out. In other words, stay in this safe space and I'm gonna do the work for you until I can get you where you need to be. And now that I am in this space where I'm free to make the rules and the policies and the procedures, because it's my own, nothing irritates me more than when we see entrepreneurs and people who can really navigate and change the process. And they'll say, I'm going to give you something for free. I'm going to let you listen to this information and all I've done is waste your time because the whole thing is an upsell or a pitch. I always make sure that all of my free or my freebies or my giveaways have more information and is of greater content than my competitors' paid products. Mm. If I'm gonna give you something, you're gonna learn from it. If I'm gonna ask you for your time, even for free, it's gonna be worth it. I never steal anything from anybody. And if you give me your time and I waste it, that's thievery.
0: Wow. Don't be no thief. Don't be no thief. Because I mean, I believe then that that's what we're doing now. We gotta, we gotta come with it. You're providing you, you're literally saying I want to give you something of value even more. You know, when you walk from the table, you like, she gave me way more. You know, that's free, and she gave this to me. But remember this, though, every single time, y'all, if you get something for free, some people just don't take full advantage of it. And it's
1: okay. And that's okay. That, it's okay.
0: That's, how that's it. why it's free. It that's why it's
1: free. You know, because there's no real transformation without transaction.
0: There you if go. If you
1: really want to get to your definition of success, you will need to contract with me. However, right. if there's just some quick information you need, if you want to order before a meal, what I put out is going to taste good, it's going to at least take the sting off the hunger. It's not going to be empty calories. I'm not going to waste your time.
2: Oh. Not gonna be empty calories. That's but right. she say no ladies, empty calories, y'all.
1: She Amira, I love you so much. But the great Sean Fair is calling on me. That's all right. But you know what? We know
0: you I got think, stuff
2: to do, boo.
0: Look, Sean Fair say, Come on, we gotta do this thing tonight. We got we got things to do. But <laughs> I I really do appreciate. I'm gonna tell you something. Tell everybody how they can get in contact with you. Because I'm going to tell you that if they want more, if they want more than just the herb and they want some dinner, tell them where they can get served. Tell them.
1: Listen, you can find me on all of my platforms. uh, Linked, I'm sorry, uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter by Creative Inc. Now, you know, I got to be different. It's K-R-E-A-T-I-V. And ink is I-N-K-L-L-C. So again, that's creative with a K. And ink is I-N-K-L-L-C. You
2: did say T-I-V-E, right? Huh? You said T-I-V-E?
1: Yeah. So it's the traditional way, but with a K instead of a C. If you want to find me on my website, same thing. You just want to put that H-T-T-P-S to protect you at Security and then CreativeIncLLC.com.
0: And everybody, all her social media handles are located above in the bio as well. If you want to connect with her, y'all Rick, got some great, y'all, I'm trying to tell y'all, any, any person we bring to the platform that's going to pour into your life knowledge, information, but you got to, if you want to really invest in yourself, connect. Come on, y'all, we got to connect with each other because that's how we are right now in these virtual streets. We gotta connect and get to know one another, but it's always, you know, all good things gotta come to an end. I just hate it, but Sean had to do it tonight. I'm gonna get him. That's alright. I'm gonna get him. That's okay. That's alright. But you all, you just I always remember, y'all. Girlfriend chit chat will be back here again next Friday, same time, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You know, we got another girlfriend coming to the table, y'all. Y'all can't wait to know who she gonna be. Y'all, I'm excited as always. You, all, you can catch us at side Media Radio Station 103.5 Tuesdays and Thursdays, Tuesdays at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time as well as Thursdays Eastern Standard Time. Catch us on iHeartRadio as well as Pandora. And as always, thank you all y'all, for hanging out with us tonight. Thank you, Raquel. I love you, girl. I thank you I so much for taking too, time you. out tonight. And Miss Shawna Price, as always, love you, boo. Y'all have a great evening and we'll see you again next week. Y'all have a great one. Good night, Bye. guys. Bye.